And welcome into the second episode of the Hodges Huddle, powered by KLSU and the Reveille. I'm your host, Sean Larkin, joined alongside co-host Andrew Mears today. Uh, Andrew, how are you doing? How are you doing, Sean? I'm all right. Uh, today is Thursday, February 6th, which means the NBA trade deadline has come and gone. It ended today around 1 o'clock our time, I believe. 2, Two o'clock our time, 3 p.m. Eastern, and there was a lot going on. More uh, than we thought. Yeah, there was a lot of movement, a lot of random movement, mm-hmm. not a whole lot of star power that happened. Unless you consider Andre Drummond a star. but yeah, He is a two-time <laughs> all-star. But, yeah, there were some, uh, some moves that happened. Uh, you may see some of these pay off this year. Uh, you may see some payoff in the future. So we're going to get into all that. Um, to start, this whole thing started on Tuesday night with the four-team, 12-player yep. deal involving Houston, Minnesota, Atlanta, and the Nuggets. Uh, the Rockets were – they basically, you know, they got the haul in this that, you know, the prize possession. They got Robert Covington from Minnesota. Um, he's averaging almost 13 points a game, six rebounds. Uh, almost three threes in uh, just under 30 minutes per game in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, they also got Jordan Bell, who then was traded to Memphis. Um, and they got a second-round pick. They sent uh, Atlanta Clint Capella, and mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that Nene was still in the NBA <laughs> until I saw this the other day. Uh, I thought he had, like, retired. I know he's just been sitting on benches in, like, Washington and I get him Houston. confused with Jay Crowder, Damari Carroll. <laughs> that I don't is know. true. I can't tell him that's um, so. There was twelve players involved. The Timberwolves get Evan Turner, Malik Beasley, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, Juan Hernan Gomez. They get um, the Timberwolves actually get two first round picks. That's really um, yeah. the the most uh, prized first round pick they got was Atlanta's in twenty twenty via Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nuggets got Shabazz Napier, who was dealt again later in this trade deadline. They got Noah Vonley, Gerald Green, who's been injured. Um, uh, they got Houston's 2020 first-round pick um, from Minnesota in the trade. Uh, that one is headlined by Robert Covington. Yeah. We saw before the trade, Houston was was going small uh, in their two games before oh, that. They? Like they didn't, you know, Clint Capella was not in against he the Pelicans. He hadn't played in weeks. Yeah, um, they have been going small. What do you think about this deal? Yeah, you know, the last week the Rockets haven't been playing Clint Capella at all. The the game against the Pelicans, the tallest player they had in the starting lineup was Daniel House. And what does he stand? 6'7 on a good day? Maybe 6'6? Six, six. Yeah, uh, I mean, the Pelicans out-rebounded him by like 30. And still lost. And still but, lost. You know. But that's because they turned it over yeah. about 40 times And, game. I mean, Mike D'Antoni has been known for this his entire career. Seven seconds or less, pace and space, that's been his mantra his entire career. And the Rockets are the most exemplar team of this, you know. Ru- Russell Westbrook. James Harden is the one who's taken, you know, 23s a game. Mm-hmm. And they have Eric Gordon shooting up the same amount. P.J. Tucker standing there in the corner getting boards. And whoever they play at the four, he's not going to matter. But he's going to be there to get rebounds and shoot the three. They're playing Russell Westbrook basically right now as a center. And that's how small <laughs> they're going. he gets rebounds, but that's and not – yeah, it's not going to work. It's And just, just for a stat for that, Russell Westbrook over the last month has taken 21 threes. Think about that for Russ, the former MVP. Grant, he made five of them, which is kind of understandable. <laughs> but yeah. the, the Rockets, the way they're playing is that they're doing what they want to do. They want to space and pace. And with Robert Covington, he's going to fit right into that. He's going to slot into that four next to Eric Gordon, James Harden, and P.J. Tucker and shoot, shoot up more threes while Russ runs and does whatever the you know, hell he wants to do. But yep. how uh, is that going to translate to the playoffs with the Lakers? Yeah, the we, we've seen it. Um, 
we've seen them. Obviously, their kryptonite will be sitting at home this year. Uh, Golden State, they just it doesn't matter, you know, who's out there. They couldn't win on their home floor, so they're out. Um, I think you're going to see teams like the Clippers, who we'll talk about a little mm-hmm. later. Uh, they're going to have size on them. Los Angeles has size on them. Uh, problem is you got to make threes. Um, yeah. If they make the threes, it's not a problem. But then it could become a problem when you start when shots don't go in. Uh, but still, I like, like I said, Robert Covington, great defender. Mm-hmm. Um, they're getting a good player. Uh, it's, it's, he's he's a good defender. But are they they are they going if they're going to try to run bigs off the court? They're not going to be able to do it to the Lakers. They're not going to no. do it to the Nuggets. They're I mean the Clippers. They're not going to do it to either. They're they're playing I mean, look for at Utah with, comp- with Rudy yeah. Gobert. I mean like, that's the only that, team. That they might. Yeah, I, like it's it's weird because the way they've lost games in the playoffs before is because they can't be Golden State mm-hmm. uh, who is they you know Golden State is a much better version of the Rockets and now this is the but year they have the roster made. yeah and even in their best years the Rockets just they can't beat them uh, but I don't see them matching up with you know like Montrez Harrell no, not even you know either. that guy's gonna abuse anybody on that team problem is you need James Harden to be great mm-hmm. and when it comes to playoff time he hasn't uh, in some of those games so it's it's interesting to see how this dynamic is going to work because obviously, like I said, D'Antoni, it's all about pace, pace, threes, and um, it works in the regular season. Um, we'll just have to see how it goes. The Timberwolves in this deal get back, like I said, a first round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, they get Evan Turner, get Malik Beasley, and the Hawks get Clint Capella, who I thought Clint Capella had a fantastic series a couple of years ago against yeah. them. Um, but I mean, that's the same thing. Clint Capella gets run off the floor too versus these yeah. teams. So I mean, and he wasn't helping the Rockets at all. So I understand where they're coming from. But yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see where where he fits with Trey Young mm-hmm. in um, in Atlanta. So the superstar who now needs help. Yeah. To win. Yes, in Atlanta. Um, of course. Like we talked about, the Clippers uh, they land Marcus Morris in a three team deal. The Clippers get Morris, who's having a career year. Uh, 19.6 points per game this year, shooting a career high 44% mm-hmm. from three. Uh, they also get Isaiah Thomas and Dill, who's having a, a nice year, but they're going to waive him. Uh, the Knicks get Mo Harkless, a 2020 first round pick and a second round pick. The Wizards get guard Jerome Robinson. Uh, this move, I think, puts the Clippers in a much better position yeah. than Los, uh, the other Los Angeles team, the Lakers. Uh, obviously, this is a team that's third in bench production in the NBA, and they're they're just going to get better. Um, you know, wings were at a premium on this day, and the Clippers ultimately land Marcus Morris. We'll get into why the Lakers didn't later. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, when you see this, do, does that make the Clippers the favorite in the West to you? I mean, they're they're still not better than the Lakers. And the thing is, they can't guard Anthony Davis still. Montrez Harrell can't guard Anthony Davis. Kawhi Leonard, for the all-world defensive player he's the best defender in the league he's not gonna be able to guard Anthony Davis well in the two games they've played so far this year I will counter they beat them both times um as we know the regular season does not matter yeah. to these two uh to these two players and Paul George and Kawhi yeah. Leonard um their bench is so much better than than the Lakers um I think the Lakers did need to make a move yeah I, I think personally that they are better uh, than the Lakers and they were the favorite before obviously mm-hmm. just because you're adding the best player in the league and Kawhi Leonard to, to a Paul team George, that yeah. was already in you know in the playoffs last With year, the best and then you pick had and roll doing yeah, and then you had Paul George, and you know defensively this team's very good, but mm-hmm. like you said, Anthony Davis is a that's, problem, but he's a problem for most teams. And that's the thing, where's their big? And that's where that's I thought they were going to target a big at trade deadline. Marcus Morris is good; he'll give him another score off the bench, mm-hmm. whether they need that or not. You know, Too yeah. Uh, like I said, they're the third third best bench in the mm-hmm. league already. They're just adding to that, um, but 
you know, we'll see. I, I think, like I said, they've they've played twice this year. Not that the regular season matters, but they've won both of those meetings. Sure. And if they really cared, I guess they could probably be the one seed, but it doesn't mm-hmm. matter, um, as we've seen. Yeah. Uh, Just come playoff time, I think Anthony Davis will be a problem. And, I mean, to be expected with LeBron. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. And it's all about health with those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, the Knicks get Mo Harkless, a 2021st, and a second-round pick. Uh, this one was the weird move of the day that – just made no sense. Um, the Cavaliers uh, get Andre Drummond from All-Star. Detroit, uh, two st- uh, two-time All-Star, twenty-six-year-old, uh, having a career year in points you can per smack game. Smack those boards, dude. <laughs> Eighteen points per game. Yeah, he's led the NBA in rebounding three of the last four years. He's averaging almost sixteen a game. Like mm-hmm. this guy, I saw a pretty funny tweet the other day. Somebody said, "Where, where would Drummond's best fit be?" Because you had talked about people needing a center. Who mm-hmm. you know. Uh, like who? Where would Andre Drummond fit? And the reply was the 1990s, <laughs> which I agree 100. percent This Shout guy, Jalil Okafor. Yeah, this guy is like Jalil Okafor <laughs> is in an era. He's kind of lost in the shuffle, but all he does is get a double double, and it's not like a 11 and 10. It's mm-hmm. like an 18 and 18. Yeah. Like uh, he's been in Detroit for the last two years. Um, he can opt out after this season. Uh, season, mm-hmm. the Pistons were, you know, they were looking at probably him not. Resigning, yeah. hit free agency, so they end up getting John Henson, Brandon Knight, and a second round pick. And, yeah, and it doesn't really matter what they get because this wasn't a trade for them for value. It no. was a salary dump. Yeah, they didn't they want to pick salary. him up at twenty eight million uh, next year. I'm shocked that Detroit didn't trade Luke Kennard, who was in a lot of trade talks. Yeah, he's good. Um, he's really good. He can shoot it. Uh, they end up holding on to him. I think a lot of Pistons people were hoping mm. that they kept him as well. Uh, what are the Cavs doing here? I guess it's just a salary dump for God knows. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, Drummond's a great player. Don't they have get me Tristan wrong. Thompson already. Yeah, but what it, do they need it didn't make any for? sense no. to me. Um, Is Colin Sexton going to get better because they have Andre Drummond? Yeah. Is Darius Garland um, going to play better? No. Uh, it's uh, it's a head scratcher because if he opts out, then like uh, you know, what did you make this move for? I don't. You know, they're not even close to the playoffs. And, I mean, chances in, chances are he's going to opt in, and then they're paying Kevin Love and Andre yeah. Drummond over 50 million dollars exactly and that's granted who are the Cavs going to sign in free agency but that's true i mean he may be the best free agent signing they have exactly. he may be because the class is pretty weak next year anyways mm-hmm. he may be the best free agent signing of next year um i that one just that one blew my mind uh the one that happened uh right before that today um was the pretty probably the biggest trade of the, of the day mm-hmm. uh the warriors and timberwolves complete the blockbuster trade sending uh the warriors send d'angelo russell Amari Spillman and Jacob Evans to Minnesota. The Warriors, in turn, get former number one overall pick Andrew mm-hmm. Wiggins, a 2021 top three protected first, and a 2021 second. Mm-hmm. Um, look, this was a move. Uh, Minnesota wanted D'Angelo Russell in the offseason. Um, yeah. They finally get him. And Andrew Wiggins, who has been through a roller coaster of sorts in Minnesota, yeah. it's He's been the guy. He's not been the guy. It looks like he doesn't fit. It looks like he does fit. He's been through some different coaching, you know, coaching schemes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this was more of a move for the Warriors about fit. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on this? Because obviously, this for the Wolves, they made a lot of moves mm-hmm. uh, during this trade deadline. I think this is a wait and see for the Timberwolves, mm-hmm. but I think it was more fit for the Warriors uh, yeah. to see what they get in Andrew Wiggins because obviously D'Angelo Russell, we never got to see him play with Stephen Clay. Yeah. Uh, so what were your thoughts on this one? Well, I mean, and that's the exact point. Stephen Clay are the the reasons the Warriors did this. Russell, I mean, for all intents and purposes, Clay could play the three, right? Mm-hmm. But Russell, 
and Russell could play off ball. But the cat, the war, sorry, the Warriors signed Russell to be a trade asset, as Mark Stein reported yep. when they signed him. And so the, they had this in line all along. And when Clay and Steph come back, that's one and two. Where's their three coming? And that's Andrew Wiggins. Uh, he hasn't been good in Minnesota, just straight up. He yeah, had a good first the, month of the season. Especially being the number one pick, Yeah, it's been a disappointment. He's ultra-athletic, uber-athletic, but he couldn't do anything. Granted, Minnesota's not the best organization. I'd say Golden State's probably better. That's not a very hot take, but... <laughs> no, Yeah, no, I, I can agree that Golden State's the better organization. <laughs> and I think this is just a, you know, not a Hail Mary, not a shot in the dark. Andrew Wiggins has talent in... Golden State wants to see where that can get him. They made Harrison Barnes a decent player. Yeah, Harrison Barnes got a max deal after mm-hmm. being on a 73-win team, and I haven't heard about him since. Yeah, and Andrew Wiggins isn't the shooter Harrison Barnes is. He's probably a little bit more athletic. People forget Harrison Barnes, sneaky athletic. Mm-hmm. Maybe not sneaky. He's downright athletic. Yeah, he's pretty athletic, <laughs> but he's not as athletic as Wiggins. No, I'd put stock into Steve Kerr turning Wiggins into a good off-ball three, maybe small ball four, backdoor cuts, Draymond passing the ball, Steph passing the ball. I think there's a good future here, and I think it's a they get a first in the way too. So yep, like we said, I think it's a wait and see with mm-hmm. um, pairing D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns in yeah. Minnesota. Obviously, I think they have 15 wins this year, so it's a disappointment. Uh, they finally get a point guard to pair with him. Um, obviously, they lose Robert Covington in the trade with Houston, but this will be a wait and see. And yeah. I think next year's uh, Warriors team will also be a wait and see because you know those guys are getting healthy. Yeah. It's been. It's been like a walking G League roster mm-hmm. out there all season. Um, another trade that went down that was kind of a weird situation was Andre Iguodala in Oof. Memphis. The guy literally was on ESPN sets working, um, saying like he's Coming just money. he's just chilling, like Coming making money. money. He doesn't want to play there. He wanted to play only in a few spots. Yeah. Um, he goes to Miami. Miami get uh, they get Iggy. Uh, the 2015 Finals MVP, and he also agrees to a two-year, $30 million mm-hmm. extension with a team option for second year. And how old is he now? Oh, 35. Have 35, I think, yeah. Two years, yeah. Hmm. Um, so, obviously, the team option in second year may not, you know, we'll yeah. see. That'll probably be a one-year deal. Win now move, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, Jay, they also get Jay Crowder, who, like we said earlier, we were just talking, <laughs> Jay Crowder's been on, like, eight teams, it feels like. Um, he's just kind of like the random dude. He's a good seventh man. Yeah, it's, it's a move that... I think I'll we'll talk later about mm-hmm. who wins the day. Um, I think it's more of a long-term move. Uh, they also get Solomon Hill, who uh, Pell's great Solomon Hill. Uh, he was a lot there. better in Memphis <laughs> than he was in New Orleans. Absolutely, because he actually <laughs> played. Uh, the Grizzlies, uh, in turn, they get Justice Winslow. He was a, a top pick out of Duke. He played in 11 games this year. And the games he played in, uh, Miami played well. Um, he's averaging 11 a game, six rebounds, almost seven rebounds a game, mm-hmm. four assists. Uh, he can, great defender. Um, they get Justice Winslow. They get Dion Waiters, who has had probably the weirdest season of any player in the NBA. Yes. Um, he's played in three games, suspended three times. One of those was literally for taking gummies on a plane and passing out. And they we had still don't know who gave them to him. No, I think it was like Goran Dragic or somebody like that. <laughs> Tyler Hero. Yeah, nobody knows, and <laughs> I don't. I think they actually know, but nobody no wants to tell. tell. It was definitely somebody on the team, and they just wanted to sabotage the Jimmy whole Butler ordeal. Jimmy Butler didn't like him. It might have been Pat Riley. <laughs> Pat Riley might have gave him the gummies, um, but he finally gets out of Miami after a really frustrating. Miami finally gets rid of him. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Miami got rid of him. It was Pat Riley. Yeah. Spoilers: Pat Riley gave him the gummies. Still the most ridiculous story of the NBA season. Uh, they also get James Johnson, who was then traded to Minnesota for center 
Gorgie Jang, uh, Louisville seven footer, the bane of the Pelicans' existence. Yes, when Davis was there. <laughs> yes. Um, the Grizzlies are fighting for a playoff spot. They had a lot of young talent. Um, Justice Winslow, he's been injured, and then this year he had the back injury, shoulder injury last year. He's been a good player. Uh, what do you think about this? You think this is more of a uh, advantage for Miami because? Iguodala is finally playing, like Dylan Brooks said. We finally got somebody who wants to be here, and the next thing you know, he gets like a $35 million extension. What do you think about this? Well, I mean, obviously for the Heat, it's a win-now move. Pat Riley's thinking now in the present. Maybe, you know, free agency in a couple years, wink-wink, with a big seven-footer out of Milwaukee coming up. But for the Grizzlies, I mean, they get a young guy for a guy who wasn't playing for them and who was really a no-one-liked in that organization. And I really I want to praise the Memphis Grizzlies. I mean, what they did here was standing up for the small markets in the league or Andre Iguodala thinks he can just take advantage yeah. of and say, you know, give me to the Los I Angeles I want to go teams. to the Clippers or Lakers, yeah. and I'm not – I'll sit it on ESPN set yeah. and talk and about it. And tell about that. And, I mean, the media allowed him to do that, and what the Grizzlies said is, you know what, we're not going to buy you out. We're going to make sure we trade, and if you don't, then you're not playing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what, we'll pay you that $17 million to sit on, you know, on the couch, but it's really, we're not going to give in. It's really crazy, like you said that. I mean, this team's fighting for a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. A lot of young talent. Why wouldn't you want to play there? I mean <laughs> – it's it's been fun. I would want to play with John sure. Morant. I mean, sure they're not going to win a ring. They're yeah. gonna, they who knows? I mean, they might not make the playoffs. The Pelicans are coming. I'm just saying. But <laughs> yes, I mean, John are. Morant is a generational talent. Jaron Jackson Jr. is not bad. Brandon Clark can jump out of the gym. I mean, they yeah, got like, a good and like core. we said, Dylan Brooks just got an, an extension, a much deserved extension. Yeah. Uh, there's just a lot of young talent there. And I mean, I just thought this was a weird situation, and it's finally over. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes to Miami, and like you said, Miami is. They're a couple games out of the two seed. Obviously, I don't think anybody's catching Milwaukee in the East. Mm-mm. I don't think this is a year where they go to the, the finals, but I think they could at least make it to the conference semis, even the conference finals. They don't ever lose at home. Uh, but they're going to get a veteran defender, and we'll get into it later. They, they didn't – none of those guys were the centerpiece in this deal that they traded away. I mean, Justice Winslow obviously was a great uh, – he was a lottery pick, yeah. and he was a great defender. But Deion Waiters, they've been trying to run him out. They finally got rid of um, – Hassan Whiteside's contract last year and that or this offseason that was an albatross I mean it Who's was better insane. Andre Drummond or Hassan Whiteside oh well <laughs> dr- probably Drummond. Drummond but by how much yeah it's um I mean like I said Hassan Whiteside was great but I look up Eric Spolster is a great coach yeah. like I said uh, they've got Jimmy Butler and a lot of young talent uh also in the east the 76ers look they need wings and some scoring because they're just a bunch of power forwards running around on the mm-hmm. court. Uh, they make a deal with Golden State. Sixers get guard Alec Burks and forward Glenn Robinson the third. Glenn Robinson the third has been playing about 32 minutes a game for the Warriors team, who's the walking wounded. Like we said, he's had a career year: 13 points a game, almost five rebounds mm-hmm. and two assists. He goes uh, to Philly, where he'll, his minutes will obviously be Decrease. cut down. The Warriors just get like. 45 second round draft picks they get a 2020 2021 2022 from dallas to denver and to uh toronto so mm-hmm. this was again just a dump mm-hmm. um, and I mean, in philly got shooters and that's all that matters right yeah that's and, what they need and i mean they're both good shooters and so they're gonna space and floor but i mean they're playing they're gonna play what 10 minutes a game yeah, I'm just sitting there for Ben Simmons. Like I said, Glenn passes. Robinson's probably not going to play 32 minutes a game. No. He'll play maybe 20, if that. Um, like I said, he's had a career year. He's on the move. Philly gets some scoring. They still, I mean, losing Jimmy Butler, J.J. Redick, those guys, mm, and signing Tobias Harris. 
is your as the answer. Uh, that's just it was confusing. Um, and note the Warriors got more second round picks, and I just want to say this for the Warriors. Like they said, they got Andrew Wiggins this trade deadline. But what they're really trying to do is playing for the next years. You know, when all their stars come back to play, they're going to have this plethora of assets to trade. And hopefully, I think this offseason, go get a big star, a big wing player who, you know, will make them compete again. Yep. A couple more. uh, The Warriors made moves. Willie Cauley-Stein went to the Mavericks. Mm -hmm. Another second-round pick comes to Golden State uh, via Utah. Blazers and Kings had a deal. Uh, The Blazers get Trevor Ariza, Winion Gabriel, and Caleb Swanigan. Kings get Kent Bazemore, Anthony Tolliver in two seconds. Mm-hmm. That's salary. Yeah. Jeff Teague reunites with the Hawks. Um, Jeff Teague. Don't get uh, trade. Wolves get Alan Crabb. Utah gets Jordan Clarkson. Might be a sneaky move right there. I Might like be that. The best trade. I like yeah. that move. Uh, that's a really under the radar move. Like we said, the, the Timberwolves were super active. I mean, mm-hmm. they're in here just they're they're making moves left and right. And it's all for D'Lo. Yeah, all for D'Angelo Russell and to make Cat happy. I yeah. mean, that's what it's all about. Yep. Um, with that said, who do you think uh, made the best deal? Well, as a Pelicans fan and as a New Orleans native, I'd like to say the Grizzlies because, I mean, they got Justin w- Justice Winslow, who's a – he can really just play the point guard basically next to Ja. And, I mean, they, they like I said, they stood up for the small market teams, and I really respect that. And they didn't have to do it, and they stood their ground and – you know what? I think they got the better end of the deal anyway. But, I mean, if we're really talking winners, I th- I think it is the Timberwolves. Yeah, um, and that's a – like we said, that's just a wait and see. Um, yeah. But they do get – you know, th- these are high-profile players moving in this deal. Wiggins was the number one overall pick. D'Angelo Russell was, I think, fourth fourth or second. Second. I mean, he was in the top four. Ohio State. Um, Good point. Yeah, he was great. He was literally led them to the tournament mm-hmm. by himself. Um uh, yeah, that's. I think um, Memphis adding to the young core. We'll see because they took on a lot of money. Uh, I think as far as a team that you know, the Clippers just adding to their already great bench, yeah. getting Marcus Morris. Uh, that was a great move. Wait and see. You already talked about the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. I want to just say the Miami Heat. They traded away forty and a half million dollars in salary without aff- affecting the current rotation. Yeah. Look, the Winslow, Waiters, and Johnson combined for six hundred and seventy-five minutes this season. Mm-hmm. That is fewer than uh, Crowder, who had thirteen hundred, and Solomon Hill. By themselves. That's saying something. And yeah. those guys weren't even the centerpiece in the deal. Mm-hmm. So they got Iguodala with that. They sent $40 million away. And who's to say they don't go get maybe Giannis or AD next year, but like Giannis say, in the yeah. next year because I think they're trying for something bigger. Yeah. Uh, the team that was the most disappointing to you, like uh, that didn't make a move or made a questionable move, uh, who was that? I mean, you? we brought this up already, but what the hell are the Cavaliers doing? <laughs> yeah, that one's uh, that's a head-scratcher. I don't understand. What no, I don't doing. think anyone's going to be able to, and I think just leave it at that. It's, it doesn't make any sense, but uh, moving on from them, the Hawks. I mean, they get Clint Capella, they get Trey Young help in quotes, but what are they? Are they playing for the now? Are they playing for the future? I, I don't. Yeah, that's uh, that's a team that should just kind of stick it out and mm-hmm. pick in the lottery exactly. again next for year. Next four then years. yeah, because they're going to have a lot of young pieces. Uh, the team I I highlighted was the other team in Los Angeles plays in the same building. Mm-hmm. The Lakers, I think, were wanting to make a move. Uh, they missed out on Marcus Morris. I think, according to sources. That the Knicks wanted uh, Danny Green, Kyle, Ku- uh, Kyle Kuzma, and some future second-round picks. That's a robbery right there. Yeah. Uh, they said to make the money work, uh, whatever that means. They uh, could have not traded Danny Green to make the money work. Yeah. The Knicks were playing with the Lakers. I think um, – but, hey, if, if you're the Knicks, I mean, I get it. You know, like you, yeah. you, you shoot high. Uh, but the Lakers missed out, and they didn't make a move. Uh, so the team in their building did. Uh, you know, I think that – 
they got better. The Clippers got better. I think the Lakers missed out. You know, the problem mm. is there's not a whole lot of assets that the Lakers no. have anymore. They and, can't trade any picks. Yeah, there's, there's, they don't have a lot of picks. Um, and if you're going to trade somebody, it's going to be those two players. And credit mm. for the Knicks asking for them, yeah. which we don't know what the Knicks are going to do anyways. Yeah. Um, but they end up getting uh, the Clippers deal. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, the Lakers are just going to have to run with yeah. this thing. I guess Darren Collison's a big deal. That's whether probably he's, who they're going to be targeting. You know, whether yeah. he's going to come back. Um, but I think that was my most disappointing team. Uh, you know, like you said, what is Cleveland doing? I have no clue. Uh, you know, Detroit even, I guess it's just a salary Sorry, dump because they know, you know, they're they're kind of at this crossroads of, like, mm-hmm. just irrelevant in the East. You know, they could they could compete. I think they made the playoffs last year. Yeah, with the great Blake Griffin, but uh, he's not playing anymore. Yeah, and uh, they're just, you know, they're kind of at that scenario where he's not signing here anyways yeah. next year. Didn't, so. They didn't trade Derrick Rose either. No, the that Lakers was another wanted, one yeah. the Lakers wanted to move uh, to try to get as well. Um, interested, they probably – you know, they probably asked for a similar thing. They want uh, probably two first for him, which is yep. a stretch. But, um, but yeah, Derrick Rose staying put. Uh, also, we'll just close with one. Uh, New Orleans doesn't make a move. No, no Drew uh, movement. Drew Holiday was the subject of trade talks to Denver. I mean, Miami was in there. Uh, what do you expect to see the Pelicans do down the stretch? Especially, we hadn't seen this whole this team with yeah. this roster healthy for. Basically, we've seen them healthy for like five or seven yeah, games. Yeah. Uh, so are you surprised that they didn't move him? Do you think that maybe they'll move him in the offseason or they'll yeah. just kind of be a wait to see? I mean, the the market right now is – if Drew Holiday were on the market, he would be the best player on the market. But, I mean, it's so compact and limited. No one has assets to move. The picks were really tight. They're going to wait to the offseason, let the lottery roll out and see what they can get. They're going to get a better deal, and if not a better one, they're going to get the same one they had. So, yeah, that was our uh, trade deadline special here. Um Join us next week. We'll probably have a All Star Game mm-hmm. podcast. Probably talk some All Star Game, the teams, the, the rosters. Uh, yeah, be looking ahead. We're gonna have a Major League Baseball preview coming up, uh, NFL draft, all that stuff. So yeah, thanks for listening in. This has been the Hodges Huddle, powered by KLSU and the Revly. So see you next time.